It's an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the laws are complicated and constantly changing, the wisest and safest way to keep track of them all is to call elder law attorney Michael Cohen. Having devoted his career to informing and protecting the elderly, Michael communicates about the law in ways that you and your loved ones will surely understand. Join us now to know your legal rights with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here's Michael and Don. Hello once again. My name is Don Crawford Jr., proud and grateful owner of KAAM Radio God Country, Texas. This is another version of Know Your Legal Rights, KYLR. If you want to use the acronym, even though they're all one syllable words, so you don't or legal. Legal's two syllables. But nevertheless, however you want to refer to the program, it's been one that's on this radio station for a half a decade now and counting, and I have learned so much. And I think Michael should bill me for everything he has taught me because uh, I should become an attorney now with everything he has taught. And what do you think about that idea? Well, I think, by the way, you'll be getting something in the mail real soon. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to stick to radio anyway. 31 years later, uh, it's been a long time, and I love it and can't get enough of radio, and I thank God for it every single day. I also thank God uh, for the individuals who are enduring that insidious disease, disease known as Alzheimer's. And Michael, you and I have had a uh, personal uh, involvement with the Alzheimer's Association and a commitment to them uh, and that organization and what they stand for, their principles and tenets, and the people. And I have learned over the years that, yes, of course, the victims are a priority, but so is the caregiver and how important it is to focus and concentrate on them because they also need support and attention and recognition. So, we do the walk every year. We did the walk last year. We're going to do it again this year here in Dallas. And um, it's a very, very good purpose. But today, we want to talk about something that uh, you have learned and I have learned, and that is the five things that were learned in 2019 about Alzheimer's and what that may mean in the future. Yeah, I think we should talk about that. And it's also related to planning, too, because, you know, you could do things, everybody thinks the way they are right now, but the unfortunate thing is that sometimes um, people have dementia. Yeah. And we're going to see as people continue to age and live longer, you know, millions of baby boomers each day uh, turn 65 or whatever the age may be, that <clears throat> we continue to age, um, the, uh, the likelihood of... Uh, bad things happening mentally increases. Did we talk about, we talked about the caregiver in the movie Knives Out last week, and and we talked also about remember, reminding people that it's not just when you die, but when you're still alive and you become disabled in some way. How many times do we have to say that? Probably we can't say it enough. Right. A lot of times, even if you had just like, let's say, a touch of dementia, you if you fall or have surgery, a traumatic event accelerates the dementia. So we have to be uh, concerned about those things and do documents when we can. Uh, as you said last week, we, we talked about on the show on Knives Out, when we talked about the movie Knives Out. And by the way, uh, if you're interested in that show, then you know all of our shows are on podcast on our website, 
DallasElderLawyer.com. What's oh, a podcast? A podcast. Uh, <laughs> for those who don't know what a podcast <laughs> is, right. of course, uh, you could just touch on to your uh, on our, on your get on your computer or phone and touch on to the podcast and listen to the show again without it being live. Okay. I'm, I'm kidding, of course, because okay. podcasts, we'd rather than listen to the radio station than a podcast. But if you want to hear it a second time, of course, go to Michael's website. Or if you if you know somebody who had, if you heard this and you want them to hear that show, then mm-hmm. this might be an opportunity on this or any show mm-hmm. for that matter. So that if there's a topic last, you know, uh, last week we talked about Knives Out and Will contest and undue influence and mm-hmm. the Slayer statute and the week before we talked about the Secure Act, you know about the changes of law in 2020, uh, about inherited IRAs and we didn't even get a chance to go in great detail, but some some things that people now might plan to do with the change of the law that became effective January 1st. Mm-hmm. So whatever it may be, uh, today we thought well maybe we'll talk about uh, because. There, uh, there. What has happened in the last year as far as uh, improvements, or what did we learn, so that we can what will happen in the future? And by the way, I know you mentioned the Alzheimer's walk, but there was other events that occurred throughout the year. They're going to have their first gala on February 29th. There's going to be longest day in in June. They're going to have all sorts of different uh, things. So if you're interested in the Alzheimer's uh, and want to can deal with that in some way or another, then all you have to do is look at the Alzheimer's website. So there's all sorts of different things. We did learn uh, a few different things, as you said, in 2019. Uh, One thing is on blood tests may become a new reality on the horizon, and that is it could be that they could just have by a simple, as advances might be made, we might be able to tell if you're more inclined to uh, have some sort of uh, dementia. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Amazing. even been talk about eye test uh, that uh, that you go to an ophthalmo. There's there's even a uh, there's a study being mm-hmm. got done right now where the ophthalmologist or or some sort of retina specialist could determine by looking at those veins. Mm-hmm. Can you determine if somebody is more likely to have dementia? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Blood. And is oh, likely in the future, not that they have it now, but that they could uh, foretell or foreshadow what might be coming. Yeah, I wonder, you know, so so what do you, if you do find that out, what do you do? Oh, my. Do you want to know? Mm. I mean, that's another question. Yeah, right. If you Well, but let's say you did. Well, mm-hmm. well maybe you take some drugs to reduce the, the go. Of course, there's in continued improvements on, on drugs. Mm-hmm. So maybe you take things to slow things down. Maybe you start doing things that you say, oh, gee, uh, you know, I'm going to be more like Don Crawford uh, Jr., and that is I'm going to exercise every morning. I'm going to watch my diet, et cetera, because one of the things that uh, you start doing the things that you should be doing mm-hmm. that we just that we might not have been encouraged to do. Mm-hmm. Of course, you should be doing those to begin with, mm-hmm. but uh, that's another uh, one of the things that we have learned Amazing. and there's continued to, to, to see, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I should tell y'all, uh, Don Crawford. I must say, I, I, I appreciate. Uh, you, you know, he's uh, for those who don't know, he is a very healthy guy, and he he even wanted me to be healthy. So uh, he sent me as a Christmas gift You're oatmeal. Funny. You're funny. Yeah, he sent me oatmeal. Gluten yeah, free. It was gluten free oatmeal. Right. Red Mill and what's the other yeah. one? Harvest. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, the idea is oatmeal's 
you know, healthy. Yeah, right. And so since that time, I mean, he sent me a couple cases of this. And yeah, so, right. And so, I didn't ask you, are you are you eating it now? Absolutely. How about the red meal that's in the cups? Are you eating that as well? I, I, I'm eating, I, I did the first one first, and okay. I've, I've already eaten that full case. Right. Now I'm on the second case right yeah, now. Good. So I have maybe four or five days a week, I have oatmeal at least. And you said you put berries in it. And I, I put, remember you saying that. I said, that is, in my opinion, what could be healthier than gluten-free oatmeal and strawberries or blueberries? Nothing. Right. Right, right. So that's Good what I'll do is I'll either put strawberries, blueberries, or raspberries Fantastic. in it. Fantastic. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, so There's hope for you, young man. Yeah, I, I, you know, someday, uh, you know, even a blind squirrel <laughs> find, find an acorn every <laughs> right. once in a while. Tara, did you have gluten-free oatmeal this morning with berries? She's just looking at me like, what are you talking about? I was at a wedding till midnight and, and nodding, and now she's nodding off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, we're going to get her on oatmeal. Okay. <laughs> so, but, but they have found that lifestyle changes, just yeah. like on anything in life so um it, it it's supposedly will when we're finding out more but apparently it does help if right. you exercise several times a week mm-hmm. especially you might have some intense uh, aerobics right. and um then um of course um just exercise is good for you anyway of and, course and i've always learned and been told and my father's a good example of this i think because i he, he had eight, turning 83 this year uh, work seven days a week, alive and strong and healthy. Um, he, the point is that he exercises his brain. It never stops. How does he do that? Um, he's always working. He's always thinking. He's a lawyer, first of all. He owns uh, 22 stations nationwide. So he's always thinking like an attorney and a businessman, and that exercises the brain as opposed to just watching TV all day. Well, the, the what they say, what they're starting to say, and I've talked with the researchers about this, mm-hmm. is to, to do some other things that are different. Oh. So, for example, learning a foreign language. I could barely speak English, but learning a foreign language like or that. playing a new musical instrument or uh, something that you haven't done okay. uh, is, uh, you know, actually exercise the brain. It's doing something completely different. Might be even more helpful. Uh, you know, my wife does these crossword puzzles or does the Sudoku, mm-hmm. uh, Sudoku, however you pronounce it. Right. And, and and that may be good, but you know, even if you take that luminosity, I have the. Uh, app for luminosity but really mm-hmm. those things may not be as helpful as we might think mm-hmm. it you might be just getting better at luminosity <laughs> right or maybe those crossword puzzles but yeah. that may not um that may not do it i had a, i was on five flights this week alone going to the other radio stations and so often i see a lot of people on the plane like the woman next to me yesterday just watching a video uh and how to look prettier and that kind of thing. But the one that fascinates me the most that so many people do is playing Candy Crush and things like that. And I wonder if playing Candy Crush exercises the brain. I don't know. I'm curious. But it's better than, I guess, watching a movie or a cartoon. I guess it's better, but it really, but I I wonder, again, it may be just make you good at Candy Crush and it may not really help you. Yes. I've never played it. I don't know anything about it. No, I've never played it either. Um, uh, So... But we do note that mm-hmm. that you should be reducing your candy, right? Your sugar, that uh-huh. is. Uh, I'm not nice. Uh, that's something I should be uh, changing. Uh, you you really should be if you're going to have fruits and vegetables. Right. Or as we know, as uh, as many times as we, you might have said, oh, you know, I don't want to eat my vegetables or whatever when right. you're a kid. <clears throat> the fruits and vegetables are actually uh, going to be very helpful for you. Yeah. And so, I'm good maybe, with that. And then with the sugar too. 
pardon me getting on the health kick, but sugar is a hidden evil. It is not just in desserts and cookies. It's in bread. It's in pasta. It's in pizza. So bear that in mind. All of that is just as bad as having a candy bar because it spikes the insulin. Then you have that drop eventually, and that up and down, up and down roller coaster ride of insulin rushes is what forces or causes people to gain weight, be unhealthy, get diabetes, you name it. Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, and I'm, I love bread. Mm-hmm. I, I must say I love bread. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a difficult one to, to, to stop. And I love pizza. Yeah, pizza I love is pizza. the most favorite food in the world for most people. Yeah. How can you stop that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I agree. Uh, uh, but, again, if you, you know, I'm not, I don't think that what that means, um, I, for me, I, I can't cut everything out. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be a strict health nut. Uh, and I mean, but do things in moderation. Absolutely. So we've learned from all, uh, you know, from the studies that we think from uh, the Alzheimer's Association. They've had studies around the country and around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a change in lifestyle really is something. So here is a New Year's resolution. If you, I know it's already past the beginning of the year now, but mm-hmm. uh, still, I told my wife I'd even start doing yoga with her this year, um, even though that I could I'll be mo- using muscles that I haven't used in a long, long time. Or that's, you even had, probably. Yeah, really. I, you know, I could barely touch my knees, and uh, that's with a head start. But the, um, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, but I said, well, you know, because that has nothing to do with the Alzheimer's necessarily. It'd be more uh, core, mm-hmm. uh, which is important as we age. Very. Uh, so when we fall, reduce risk in falling mm-hmm. and things like that. That so often, we, maybe it does relate because if you did fall, and remember we talked earlier about traumatic events. Right. If you had a touch of dementia, that could accelerate the dementia. So, you know that's why you see a lot of the um, elderly um, deal with uh, uh, it now in yoga or sure. Pilates or depending on you know what your condition is. Well, let me so. talk about New Year's resolutions then, and that allows me to just jump on the fact that you've probably been saying to yourself for quite a long time I need to go to one of those workshops I need to go to the Michael Cohen gathering and learn more because well a week has passed since you said that to yourself or a year has passed but things change all the time relationships laws uh, desires financial situation you name it things change all the time and faster than ever in this day and age so please attend his next workshop which is February the 15th which is a Saturday at at 10 o'clock in the morning so you can experience what so many others have and look into maybe making some serious changes in your state planning or with government assistance in which Michael Michael is an expert. Uh, Explain, Michael, about the workshop if you could, please. Yeah, uh, the workshop, we have two free hours of any questions that you want to know about estate planning. So whatever it is you want to know, we write it on a list of uh, on a board and we answer those questions within two hours, and we will—you'll see that you'll have a lot of fun, and the time will fly by quicker than you would have ever expected. Yep. Uh, so, uh, all you have to do uh, to go to that free, there's no obligation, estate planning essentials workshop, is call two one four seven two zero zero one zero two. That's two one four seven two zero zero one zero two, or sign up on at Dallas Elder Lawyer. Dot com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com. See, because so, you know, how it relates to, for example, on the Alzheimer's uh, that you just mentioned, uh, you know, you say, well, gee, um, 
if I did have that Alzheimer's and the cost of care, how many people out there have long-term care insurance or adequate income to pay for the cost of care? Perfect point. You know, you, you, you average, um, even the average nursing home is going to be about $6,400 a month in Texas, and that's not Dallas. Dallas is more expensive than the average Texas nursing mm-hmm. home. And some of them are $8,000, $10,000 a month. And so you say, how do I have enough money to take care of me. So here we're talking about Alzheimer's today. And then and as we see that more and more people um, are having some sort of dementia uh, as we continue to age, they say, well, how do I protect my assets if I should get that if I don't have adequate insurance or income or assets? There are ways. <clears throat> but you have to plan, just like anything in life. And so even though we're talking about, oh, what can we do uh, today about uh, what can we do to prevent at least acceleration? How can we do what's getting more knowledge about Alzheimer's or dementia or other things that could help us in our life in general? But we have to protect our ourselves and our loved ones, mm-hmm. not only if we should die, but if we should become disabled as more Americans continue to age and hit the silver tsunami, that we will continue to uh, more likely to be disabled. Right. And as that is the case, planning goes hand in hand when people who happen to have diseases because then we want to protect those assets that we've worked so hard to accumulate for the benefit of not only ourselves but for our loved ones and not to how can you do things if you have inadequate insurance or maybe get insurance Mm -hmm. and if you do um uh, and, and, you know, what are the options on that, too? Mm-hmm. We don't sell insurance, but we talk about sometimes people ask about long-term care insurance or they'll ask about hybrid policies, I'll call them, hmm. or they use about annuities uh, and life insurance to buy a product if they should need long-term care. Or they could talk about Medicaid. If they can't get it, they don't qualify, it's too expensive, uh, how do we get the government to help pay because Medicare doesn't pay? Or her, perhaps one is a veteran or there's a surviving spouse of a veteran and they want the government to be of assistance because, uh, you know, they served our country So, uh, or they're the surviving spouse of a wartime veteran. If that happened, is there different things that we could do to help preserve our assets? If we do, should happen to have Alzheimer's. Now, here today, we're talking about prevention or at least acknowledging some of the things that we could do or what the improvements are going to be or in the future. But still, all these things go hand in hand, and that's why we say if you want to go to that free estate planning essentials workshop, all you have to do is call 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. Or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com for that February uh, 23rd. Uh, February 15th. Oh, yeah, February 15th. 15th. February mm-hmm. 15th workshop, right. And they sell out very quickly. We use that phrase loosely because they're all free. Bear that in mind. So sign up today as soon as possible. And in short, what Michael is saying is not only expect the unexpected, but plan for the unexpected. That's what he does for a living. And again, just rapid fires with all kinds of what-ifs, had you thought about, did you know scenarios. And you'll walk out of there 
very well educated and be taught a few things that you never realized um, before you got there. So, uh, Michael, what else did they decide to discover last year in 2019 about Alzheimer's? Yeah, I mean, not only, of course, not only, of course, the first thing we talked about was the blood test might be uh, going to be coming in the future. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle does matter. And right. Of course, no, don't smoke and need regular exercise and right. maybe in do and something different to alcohol learn. can be a killer yeah, alcohol mm-hmm. sensory impairment in older adults may increase the risk as well um you know this kind of concerns me because i probably as i continue to age it doesn't seem like i hear as well as i used to mm-hmm. um of course when I, I always thought when i was younger that i had a problem with hearing when i was in my 20s uh, they used to have I don't know. For those who are older may remember this, but they had audio mobiles. I don't know if you remember anything like that. But they would go there and be these places that you could go into a a kind of a, uh, I'm not going to say like a truck, Mm -hmm. and then you could have your hearing tested. And so when I was in my 20s, I went into it because I always ask people to repeat themselves. Right. (laughs) And so I went into the, uh, they tested me at the automobile, and they said, uh, and they said, oh, your hearing is absolutely perfect. If you say somebody they muttered, uh, they, they they mumbled, uh, then they mumbled. I said, "What did you say?" So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I, I'm just used to saying. So I'm worried yeah. that if if your hearing starts to decline mm-hmm. and you don't get, let's say, a hearing aid, mm-hmm. uh, or perhaps it could be something with visual. Mm-hmm. then there is a, a correlation, apparently, uh, with Alzheimer's. So so take care of yourself Please. out there. And uh, this is not a advertisement for the uh, your hearing aid companies yes. or whatever. But Although they really are unobtrusive these days. They're so small you don't even know they're there, whether you're the wearer or the, the person looking at the wearer of the hearing aid. So consider those if you haven't. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, it, you know, quite frankly, uh, you say, oh, she, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's a sign of age and I don't want to show that it's protection because it may save your life if you don't if you don't hear that fire truck or that police car barreling through the streets or the sirens for tornadoes or sirens we well said okay what else about Alzheimer's there's a difference in men and women you know women are more likely to get Alzheimer's uh, know that you did not know that and actually uh, black women are more likely as well. Why? Do they not? I, I Any don't correlations? Know I, I don't know. There hmm. needs to be more testing. Wow. Uh, but you will find that uh, this is the case. Hmm. Uh, there, may, there needs to be a lot more testing there. Sure. But but you're going to see that for some reason that um, it, there seems to be more women. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not exactly sure why, but that's what they're seeing. Okay. And... Um, um, so I guess it's, it's going to be have to continue to be testing. I know um, this is something that I know I was asked to speak at a church in the uh, southern part of Dallas, and uh, this was a concern. Uh, and uh, that I, So anyway, uh, it is an issue that uh, you should be addressed. And so those people who were, um, you know, they should really be, everybody should be concerned. Yeah, everybody. Uh, but really uh, even... Um, those more suspect groups mm-hmm. maybe should even look at things even even and more And you may closely. be able to check off this entire list and say, I do all these things, so I'm fine. You, that's not true. And it would be one of those situations where we would say to you the old cliche, if you are suffering or you know someone who's suffering from it, bear that in mind. And maybe somebody else is like, when you get into a car, I don't worry about me driving, it's the other driver. Well, this is the same analogy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but there continues to be uh, advances. Uh, we like to see there's research. Um, the good news is, you know, Congress at the end of 2019 as part of that budget mm-hmm. uh, did you know, give another, I think it was $350 million. We're already, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to adding to the to the literally billions of dollars that's yeah. used each year because we have to come up with a solution. Right now, of course, the research is thinking, okay, how do we reduce the inflammation uh, at the be you know, uh, to stop mm-hmm. being more preventive? It doesn't yeah. stop things, but it's more preventive at the at the beginning stages mm-hmm. and to delay things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's what we're seeing at this present time. But we hope that we know, we hope that there'll be that first person in our lifetime that will be cured. And we that's the goal of the Alzheimer's yes. Association, I know. Mm-hmm. The, the first one, um, the original goal was, let's say, by 2025. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there continues to be advances. I don't know that it'll be that quickly, but we hope, we hope that if we continue to research, and we really, Congress sees that this is important. Other, uh, you know, other um, organizations or different diseases that do not get those increases. Mm-hmm. The reason for the Alzheimer's is, is we see that more and more people, if we don't do anything, even if you don't have any kind of you know thoughts of, of empathy for those who do or family members, just think of it as a budgetary issue. Right. Because if you don't, we cannot take care of, the, it'd be too big part of the budget as we, are, we, as we have the baby boomers age. Mm-hmm. So we have to do something. We have to do something to to reduce the risk and maybe come up with a, a formula or a, a way to eliminate the disease, just like on so many of the cancer diseases. Mm-hmm. Thank God that there's been so much, uh, or even uh, uh, things regarding heart diseases. Uh, it's all important. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every thing we wish that we have a not only a um, healthy life, a quality of life. Agreed. And so, and of course, that's part of your planning too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we a lot of times people have, you know, in their living wills and things like that uh, about quality of life, and those things should be always addressed on all of your estate planning documents. So you have to, if you're disabled mentally, you certainly need a power of attorney or somebody that deals with your assets, mm-hmm. or a, or have a trust, or you could have a medical a power of attorney. You could say give, uh, you know how you want to be taken care of, and you should be clear clear as to all what your goals are. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like it's it, sometimes it could be fairly simple, but you can go into details. Is there something uh, that you want to be done specifically? Uh, you could have even have a personal care plan. Yeah. And, and, and most people are not aware of that, besides the things or things like cremation or mm-hmm. or um, anything that's unusual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so. you, you point out that uh, over time, KWM and Michael Cohen have been attacking Alzheimer's for years now. That is our chosen charity, our chosen disease and ailment. And we have a program on Sundays called uh, Attacking Alzheimer's at 3 o'clock. We've had it for years, so please listen to that program. Michael Cohen, personally and professionally, is on the attack with Alzheimer's, as you just heard over the last 25 minutes or so, and so are we in general. So the way you can attack Alzheimer's um, is, of course, to listen to the programs, but also attend his next workshop um, so he can address this for you because it is a serious disability and ailment um, regardless of the progress that they're making. And it affects a lot of people, those that are living, those that have passed away, and the caregivers. Dial 214 
or go to DallasElderLawyer.com, DallasElderLawyer.com. How do you get such a good website, good URL? <laughs> DallasElderLawyer.com to sign up for that next workshop Saturday, February the 15th at 10 a.m. Michael Cohen, thank you, sir. Thank you, Don. Leading estate planner practicing law in Dallas, Texas for decades now, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the estate planning laws that can affect your family and you. The first step is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com to sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214 214- 720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. A talk show host on 770 KAAM for six years, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate and complete what could currently be a deficient estate plan. Make sure it is done your way and sign up for his next workshop today 